Hey, hey, everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and another exciting, exciting episode of Invite Me In. No, really, it's hot outside. Invite me in. I know you have AC knocking on everyone's door. Today, we're still in Buffy land. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Apparently, there's more than three episodes. Who knew? I didn't know because I'm the not know guy. The premise, of course, is simple. We've got two super fans with Xander say hello. Hello. And Jess say hi. What's up? And we've got uh, the guy who's seen it once through. Travis say hi. Hello. Along with me, the bumbling idiot who's seen nothing at all. And I have no idea what anything is really. It's just some sort of vampire slaying thing, I guess. Title, that's all I know. All Boys, oh man, I can't wait to get in this episode as we discuss the witch episode, right? Like W-I-T-C-H, witch? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Not anything to do with the movie, which I didn't like, by the way. I did not either. I loved oh. it. It's one of <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. It, it we, we've had a very word. contentious debate about it. <laughs> that was actually the, the first post on Haunted Montreal was a review of me trashing the witch. Nice. Yeah. And I actually did it just because someone loved it. I'm like, no, there's no way this is a good movie. There's there's no way. You can't convince me of this. But here we go. Bring us into... I mean, okay. Okay. For the witch's own fame, before we get into Buffy. For its defense, it was a good period drama piece. Just wasn't a horror movie. Uh, yeah, that's actually on our show. That's like our most popular episode. And there's been a surprising amount of support for people in my favor that The Witch is not a good movie. But Jesse remains. She has her, I guess, corner. But I don't know. You'd be surprised. Oh, after watching William Shatner commandeer or something with a bunch of other captains on it. Uh, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so bring us. Okay, this is Sarah Miguel, Sarah Miguel Geller, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh my god, is in this one, and she's still a vampire slayer. Is her mom in this one? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's a mom episode. Okay, so we got a mom episode. It's, it's very much a mom episode in multiple ways. Yeah. Okay, hit it. Hit me. All Walk right. me through the cold. Cold open. Giles is lecturing Buffy in the library. He's very upset, asks why she would shirk her responsibilities. Does she not have any respect for the sanctity? Why would she put herself in such danger and join a cult like this? Turn camera, see Buffy in a cheerleading outfit, (gasps) prepared to go to cheerleading tryouts. And she says she just wants something. She wants something normal and safe. um, And that... You know, it's not going to get in the way of her slaying. And he tries to forbid it. And she was like, and how are you planning on stopping me? So then then we see a mysterious cauldron bubbling green. There's a pendant over top. Ooh, spooky. And (laughs) Xander and Willow come along with Buffy to the tryouts. Uh, Xander says he's got a good luck bracelet for Buffy. And that it's totally a coincidence that it's inscribed with the phrase years always. 
Totally a coincidence. <laughs> That's how it came. I, I fell uh, in the store. It was a bubble game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 25 uh, cents. There's a nice little moment where Cordelia is talking shit about this one um, hopeful cheerleader named Amber. She was like, yeah, supposedly she was going to be a cheerleader for the Lakers, but she turned them down. Uh, Charisma Carpenter actually was a cheerleader for the Chargers. Oh. You know what struck me strange about that scene, though? Why was she even interacting with them? Because it was Buffy, Willow, and Xander, who she makes it very clear in the past two episodes that she wants nothing to do with them. And she's like, even told Will one time, she's like, why are you even talking to me? So I, then she goes over and talks to them. I think part of it is because she hasn't been accepted as a cheerleader yet. So she can't talk to the existing cheerleaders. She looks at all the other like cool girls that are auditioning as competition and everybody else that isn't cool that's auditioning is so far below her status, but she's got all of this pent up shittiness that she needs to get out. Okay. So she goes over to Buffy. Maybe. That's my that's my head cannon for it. We're gonna we're gonna get more into <laughs> Cordelia Chase as we go along. Were you not? Okay. But yeah, so during the auditions, uh Amber, well, first we meet Amy, who is uh who has apparently lost a lot of weight because she supposedly had to. Um but I guess she used to be friends with Willow, for so role? Willow or, no, for, for the, just a, okay. <laughs> to be a cheerleader. To be a cheerleader. Okay. okay. Like, yeah, man, this so, dark. Yeah, Amy and Willow used to be friends, so they're just kind of chit-chatting, and she's talking about how her mom was a cheerleader, and she trains with her mom three hours in the morning and three hours at night, and Buffy's like, if I spend that much time with my mom, I'd probably commit matricide. So we're getting some little mom action, planting those seeds early, and then uh, during Amber's audition, not Amy, Amber, I don't know why they had to give them such similar names, um, Amber catches fire. Uh, She's she's lit. Yeah, she spon- spontaneously combusts. Oh, oh, she literally catches fire. Oh, I thought yeah. she like she's like doing backflips and like twirls and stuff. It's kind of like what That's- Will says. Like she says, "Oh, she's on fire." And was it like Cordelia? It's like, uh, "Don't be hyperbolic" or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She doesn't know. She obviously didn't remember the stop, drop, and roll because she just stands there and it's just like waving her arms around while. Buffy, yeah, Buffy does a lot of uh, hero work in this episode. And that's one of those things that, again, doesn't get acknowledged the way it should be that Buffy's always there. Buffy's always the one saving the day for people. But she uh, she she puts out the fire. Now, you're saying Buffy's always there to save the day, but she's always there and things go wrong. It's almost like murder. She wrote. It's like, yeah. She's going to be like, oh, I'm just this sweet old lady, but literally everywhere I go, no matter where I go, somebody's murdered. Yeah, no, I have made it on one of the podcasts. I think Jessica Lansbury is a serial killer. Yeah, and I, don't, I, I don't mean like the character. <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll find proof, young woman. I'm going to find proof, Jessica Lansbury, and uh, when I, you'll be brought to justice. That's my next podcast. Bringing murder, she wrote. Question mark. <laughs> Expose. Right. Okay. So uh, bad things happen, but Buffy's always there, and we have someone on fire. And again, are the students at least acknowledging that someone's literally on fire now? Yes. Oh, they, 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 finally, finally, yeah. talk about this one. Okay. Only in the moment, though. They don't really care afterwards. <laughs> yeah. The next day, she's like, "Okay, I know somebody caught on fire, but we still need to get a squad together, so we're going to do auditions." Yep. 
Huh. Because we're doing auditions even though the game's in like three days. Yeah, it's um it's weird. And I also want to know who choreographed like some of these are choreographed well, some of them are so stupid. And there's a cheerleader that's literally just go six, seven, eight, go, Sunnydale, go, go, six, that, seven, that eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean nothing against our cheerleaders growing up. It was just like they had three cheers and it was like, you know, there was no choreographs. It wasn't it was pom pom squad, really. It, now, is this is a school, right? Maybe it's a school of goldfish. Th- that's what it is. They just keep forgetting. Oh my god, it makes so much more sense now. There you go. It's a school of fish. You guys didn't tell me that part yet. Okay, so three days before the big game, they decided to have cheerleaders because why not? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna hold auditions right before the game because you know this is not something that you know. Apparently, we can pull being a cheerleader out of our ass. Yeah, it's complete athletic, like the hardest athletic sport in school. It's because they needed the climax of this episode to happen during a game, but they couldn't justify everything stretching out over the span of weeks. Ah. It's because of plot. Reasons. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, You guys got, uh, I'm I'm in it so far. I'm in it so far. Did she make the team? I hope. Well, we'll get there. Oh, so, oh, oh we, we didn't get that far. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big part of the thing. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, talk- yeah, it's a big, yeah. it's a big plot device on the yeah. who makes the team or not. I mean, she she has like supernatural abilities. I hope she makes the, the team. No, it's like a pivotal part of the episode. All right. So after the credits in the library, they're talking about. Uh, spontaneous combustion and what can cause it. And he said, well, it's norm. Giles says it's normally associated with rage. So Willow's like, cool, I'll hack the school's computer system and see if Amber had any rage issues. And Xander's like, I'll talk to people. Just thinking about that. It's like, I'll hack the computer system and Google search rage. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? Like (laughs) rage. Um, but yeah, so that that's our plan. That's where Willow uh, refers to themselves as the Slayerettes because Buffy's like, you guys don't have to be helping me with this. And they're like, oh, no, we're in this now. We've seen too much. Like, oh, no, is this our American Pie again? There's no way in hell. I'm telling you another American Pie movie. So we're in this one. <laughs> She's actually, American Pie they're, they're still making them, by the way. I, I saw the American Pie for yeah. the women. Yeah, it's, that's Pie? basically American Pie 8. Oh, Jesus. How? Well, because there was American Pie, American Pie 2, American Wedding. That, no, I'm sorry. No, that's nine because there was four direct video ones. And one was on the moon, which was really <laughs> weird. Yeah, but no, American it's like, there's Pie actually, in space. If you in count space. the direct DVD ones, which some of those actually weren't bad. And by the way, Eugene Levy was in all of them because bless that man. There was American Pie 1, 2, and then American Wedding. There was Bandcamp, um, Naked Mile, Beta House, Book of Love, then American Reunion, and now they're doing another direct-to-video one where it's basically a gender-swapped American Pie. Yeah, I saw that one. Do you it know, looks awful. Do you know all of this off the top of yeah. your head? <laughs> yeah, I did that without even looking. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm that guy. I was like, oh, do you know this? It's like, how do you, why do you, yeah, you know, it's like, that's because I do. I can't even get my shoes on in the morning. So we we have this like extension of their, their, she, 
So Willow's hacking the school system only to look at people's files and not like give herself an A. She doesn't just, need that. She's smart. Yeah, she's already, she already gets oh. good grades. She's already an honor student. Oh, well, there's, there's a getting good grades. It's like just having it done, you know? Just, all right, fine. I'll suspend my disbelief that she's doing it only to like violate HIPAA codes. And I don't think I don't HIPAA know. applies in the school system. Oh, uh, which, which is one of it's, it's um, mm, like FERPA family. Yeah. Okay, so she's violating the 10th Amendment, 12th Amendment, 13th and 15th. But not the second. Where does this where does she go with this information? Does she go anywhere this? Um, I don't know. I think we kind of just dropped the whole Amber storyline, honestly, she because really? she finds out that she got in trouble one time for smoking, like actually smoking. Yeah, like a cigarette. Not like on fire smoking. Oh, she right. makes a queer distinction. Yeah, that, that's all she 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 finds out nothing, basically. Yeah. And then we don't talk about Amber for the rest of the Wait, episode. Wasn't Amber Amber her like was Amber now I'm seeing what you mean by the yeah. names. Was Amber or Amy Willow's Am- friend? Amber was on fire. Amy was her friend. Oh, uh, okay. I'm like, why does she have to look up on her friend? She should probably know. Like, okay, so it's Amber is on fire. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy's so, next. <laughs> well, no, not quite. So we go, oh, we yeah. go to the tryouts. The um Amy cartwheels directly into Cordelia. And nice. so Cordelia being Cordelia threatens her in the locker room and says that her dream is to be a cheerleader and to be admired by all of the varsity athletes. And that if Amy ruins that she's dead. Define, did you say admired or like, you know, attracted by? She just wants attention. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Xander is walking with Willow talking about the bracelet that he gave Buffy and asking if he should ask her out. And Willow like clearly feels conflicted because we've got little hints that maybe she has feelings for Xander. They've been friends for so long. Um, And then Xander calls her one of the guys. He says, you're yeah. He says, you're like a guy. I can talk to you about stuff like this. Friend zone. Yeah. Wow. Everyone gets friend zone. And then like, Giles actually friend zones Buffy, which is weird. I'm like, dude, I don't know. What's, what's up with this stuff? <laughs> um, so then we find out who made the squad, and Xander is dumb. I, in his defense, I wouldn't understand this either. Like, I would be like, oh man, awesome. You guys all made the team. Let's go out and celebrate. But yeah. apparently, they just made like the secondary or alternate. Yeah, first alternate. Buffy's first alternate. Amy is third alternate. Cordy is actually on the team. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, Xander, you're so insensitive. And it's like, oh, I mean. No, I honestly thought the scene was kind of funny where he's like, hey, you know what? I'm here. This is my time. I'm going to, oh, oh, look, you didn't make the team. Oh, here, let me come for you. Wait, there's alternates? I'm, I'm kind of still stuck on, like, I'm with Travis. I would have no, I have no idea either. I'm like, Basically, how the hell the, are alternates? What, what they described, at least in the Buffy universe, what the alternates were, were, you had your squad, and then you had your alternates, and then for some reason, you're almost like an understudy, yeah, in yeah. like Broadway. Like if for some reason somebody in the squad didn't make it, oh, your first alternate, you move up to the team, and then everybody just moves up a spot. Huh? Yeah, I came it's from like small school. first runner up. Yeah, 
Oh, otherwise known as a loser. Okay, yeah. cool. Like, oh, so that's, that's, then Xander's like, hey, losers, you guys are all losers. And like, dude, thanks for bringing it. Yeah, except yeah. he's like very cheerful because he thinks they're winners. Yeah. Amy runs off upset. Then we see um, the bubbling cauldron again and a Barbie doll with Cordelia's headband wrapped around it and talking about sick. blinding my enemy. And here's what killed me is the captions spoiled who is over top of the cauldron. Oh, I didn't even notice. What oh, is- wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't see okay. that. I, I, wa- I watched this one without captions because I was too lazy to turn them on. Yeah, wow. it, it spoiled it. We find out relatively quickly after this scene, like the Scoobies piece it together. But still, it's it was annoying to me because I was like, man, they were supposed to, you know, work it out. And yeah, that sucks, th- man. Yeah, yeah, it's it it annoyed me a little bit. Um, yeah. So where am I out of my notes? So she's at the cauldron. But before this, did, did anyone not make the team at all? Because how bad do you have to be then? If everyone's like a damn none awesome. Of, none of our main characters. People uh, we don't yeah, care yeah, about. We, yeah, all the important people either made the team or they're an alternate. So they're going to still be involved somehow. And if Buffy starts killing him off. I <laughs> know oh, she's first alternate. She'd only have to kill one person. Oh, well, be perfect. Yeah, and it makes me kind of wonder if Amber hadn't got her hands uh, toasted. If Cordelia would have made the team or not. Um, but yeah, so we go to Buffy's house and Buffy and Joyce are arguing about um, basically Buffy's life um, <laughs> where she didn't make the swap because her mom like wanted her to get back on the cheerleading team because before she became the Slayer, she was a cheerleader and she was out of trouble. And then when she became the Slayer, she had to quit cheerleading and got expelled. So her mom was hoping that this was going to be her getting back on track. And then she's like, maybe you can uh, join the the yearbook committee. I thought, I, at the beginning of the episode, too, I thought her mom was being kind of like insensitive. She was basically implying, like, I get it, you're a fuck up, but you know, like <laughs> you can do something, you know. And Buffy, I kind of felt like she was kind of hurt by that. I felt kind of sad because Buffy's like, you know, she casually mentions that Amy's mom trains with her. And uh, Joyce is just like, yeah, well, Amy's mom probably doesn't work. Well, and she's like trying to explain to her mom, like, what's happening. She's like, mom, remind me again, what did I try out for? And she's like, uh, I don't know. I'm distracted. And she just basically brushes it off. Like, look, I got a gallery here. I've got dicks and boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, that's a don't fertility statue. Buffy, you don't need to see that. And Buffy peeks and she goes, Jeepers. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dick in a box. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Uh, uh, so the mom's there, sort of there. Buffy didn't make the team. Xander's putting his foot in his mouth. Is anything happening with Giles? Now, this is not a very Giles Gilesy episode for the most part. Not until not until the end. Not until the end. He's basically almost non-existent until like the very end of the episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, we see Xander not knowing how to ask girls out. Um I like and this scene, though. yeah. He's like trying to ask her out, but Buffy's watching Cordelia just like slam into lockers and yeah, yeah it's this whole thing. She's like, Cordelia's acting weird. I gotta go follow her. Cause that's normal behavior. Easily explainable. Whatever. It's Sunnydale. Rules of normality don't apply. Right. Um, and Cordelia has driver's ed and apparently she's 
failed it twice. So the fact that the instructor is so adamant that she needs to get behind the wheel where she's like, I don't think I can drive today is questionable (laughs) on his part. Okay. So I never had driver's ed in school, but is it normal for them to have like other people in the back seat while you do this? Yeah. Observation. Okay. We had that in defensive driving. We didn't have other people to tag along though, did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, I guess I forgot about that. Yeah. I fell asleep driving in driver's ed. So oh, shit. <laughs> it was a lot. Again, I was a person who would actually would stay out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at party. So you can definitely relate to this scene then. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I guess she like straight up crashes the car through a fence. Oh, to be fair, that, <laughs> she was going blind. Well, yes, but <laughs> we, we get some POV shots where we see like she's very blurry. It's me without my glasses. Um, she she can't tell if the car is in reverse or drive, and she slams through a gate. And the teacher is like, "Everybody, get out of the car!" And she's just like standing in the middle of the road. And Buffy leaps out and saves the day before she gets hit by a truck. Because oh, yeah. of course she does. Yeah, uh, and she's mean, Buffy. In, in those scenes, why do the trucks or the vehicles never stop whenever they see somebody in the middle of the road? Like, are they also points, distracted? Baby? He yeah. too has been personally victimized by Cordelia Chase. Ah. Uh, for real or is that you're just making that one up oh i'm just joking (laughs) (laughs) it's like everyone is i saw the opportunity to make a mean girls reference i don't turn those down (laughs) do you know that uh do you know how many mean girls references you can make the limit does not exist the limit damn it you took my joke (laughs) (laughs) i'd love that movie i have the cookbook there is a cookbook i have a burn book eyeshadow palette no, this was written by the guy that plays Aaron Samuels. It is a the unofficial's Mean Girls cookbook. Oh, interesting. Uh, what what the recipes? What, what is Mean Girls? Is that? Oh, Mean Girls is an institution. Is it like a TV show or a movie? No, it or? was a movie. It's a movie. Uh, movie. Okay. It was. Well, it mean was Girls, a movie, a fictional movie based off a nonfiction self-help book. Fictional movie based off of a nonfiction self-help. About book. it was called was it Mean Girls and uh, Queen Bees or something like that. Queen Queen Bees and Wannabes, Thank and you. yeah, Tina Fey adapted it into a script that was actually originally rated R. Uh, my high school oh. theater class was going to do a production of Mean Girls, but we got the original script, so we had to figure out ways to edit it to make it. Match the movie more closely so we didn't get censored by the principal. <laughs> nice. I'll have Wasn't that bad? It's a, I mean, it's, I can see how it would get rated R because, you know, um, like the line she made out with a hot dog was yeah. originally she masturbated with a hot dog. Oh, God. Um, yeah, there's just. <laughs> I mean, alongside of? I love that like reaction. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, so there's just there's a bunch more like uh, adult things in there. So uh, this is it's the, that was one time. <laughs> yeah, it, that that I can't hear that line the same way anymore. Now that I know that, and she goes, "Oh, she matched me with that was one time." I'm like, <sighs> and now because I'm just now that I'm you know that guy, I'm like, wait, was it a hot dog? Was it a bratwurst? Italian sausage? What are we looking at here? I feel like hot dog is very specific. Very, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm just like, oh God, no, no, no. It's Frank's and Wieners. And uh, unfortunately. uh, That wasn't Frank's and Wieners, it was Frank's Wieners. Just Frank's Wiener. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
this is t- time at the 25, the 23 minute mark. We actually do have a sponsor and it, it was Oscar Meyer Wieners. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you're forget really, what you're... we just said about this. Uh, they're really good, I guess. Sir, your wieners are delicious. Oscar yeah. Meyer does have a way. <laughs> so we're going to leave that one there. And we're back to the you know, but, honest. Yeah. Costco so I remember, yeah, good, so the once they realized that Cordelia's blind, they all of a sudden Giles realizes, oh, this is the work of witches because witches like to make people blind. That's one of their, their main tricks. Or fucking a hot dog. It might be one or the other. <laughs> well, I thought this was kind of interesting and shows that um, part of the reason why adults aren't a big part of the storyline except to be plot devices because he's like, who hates cheerleaders? And they're all like, no, it makes more sense for it to be somebody that really wants to be a cheerleader. Oh, it must be Amy. I... Because uh, pressure, because mom, because weight loss and brownies. Right. Um, I like how brownies became such like a part of this girl's identity throughout this episode. They really were. Because like, so Willow had talked about how strict her uh, Amy's mom was and that like if she gained even a pound, she would padlock the fridge. So Amy would come wow. hang out at Willow's house and they'd pig out on brownies. And then like after they get alternate, Buffy tries to like, comfort her and be like let's go pick out on some brownies and she's like no um so yeah a skateboard son of a bitch i have one skateboard once <laughs> uh, that was one time does not exist <laughs> um oh i love that movie but yeah so they just talk about like you know amy's got all this crazy pressure from her mom and buffy's like yeah i relate and um so they're they're trying to figure out they're not sure that Amy even realizes that she's doing this because obviously they're not getting the same cutscenes as us of the right. leveling cauldron. Um very troll too, like it is. Yeah. It's like the same shade of green. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> uh but Xander immediately clocks that now that Cordelia's out, Buffy being first alternate is on the team. He has very quickly learned what an alternate is. <laughs> um, so he's like, we've got to protect Buffy. And Will is like, I'm going to look who checked out books on witchcraft. And Xander's like, don't do that. It's not necessary. Let's focus on protecting Buffy. And Willow's like, um, I mean, you know, let's see when Amy checked, if she checked out books. So that way we can know. And then, uh, all of the books on witchcraft <laughs> were, uh, checked out by Xander Travis really got a good chuck yeah. out of this scene. Because like, I thought that this was going to play into like the episode where he was like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I know a little bit about witchcraft. But then they're like, oh, were you just looking at like the half-naked girls in the pictures? He's like, no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was like, it's not what it sounds like. And Will was like, were you looking at the inscriptions of naked women? And he was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's what it <laughs> looks exactly like. what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that actually did get a chuckle out of me. I thought it was pretty good. That is pretty messed up, and but that used to be the old, uh, the old witch movies too. Not see, the movie called The Witch, but you know the burning witches, witchcraft type movies. Yeah, this is what Those I'm talking movies. about, though. Like yeah. he in his library, he has there are like in the school library there are books about witches. It's not uh, Giles' personal collection, like how his he brings up that vampire collection thing. Is mixed in with the books because yeah, they do say in the first episode that he brought a lot of these. The, the convenient deus ex machina books he brought with him. 
But he was just, he's only been there like a couple of days, right? So like how long ago did Xander check these out? Like it makes it sound like it was in the past. Right. Xander is constantly horny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the books were there beforehand is my point. We didn't get a date on when they were checked out. Well, I'm just making assumptions here. Well, the good news is Giles doesn't have to reference his book to know that there's a way to figure out if somebody has cast a spell in the past 48 hours. And conveniently, all of the ingredients can be found in the chemistry lab, which also is conveniently the class they're in next, which seems to double as chemistry and biology for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's like half of you are dissecting a frog, the other half are mixing acid. Yeah. Who is giving giving teenagers hydrofluoric acid? Why is that a thing? I did that. Who is also a biology teacher and a chemistry teacher in the same class? Like, when I was in high school, biology and chemistry were separate classes. Exactly. It's, uh, it it seems very inefficient because he's like, okay, all right, uh, cut open your frog. You all just don't burn your skin off. It's fine. And you use a drill press properly. And, uh, yeah, wait, wait a minute. It's also a shot class? Hey, man. You know, I mean, if it's, went to the, the, the bronze. Yeah, it's are we probably, also in lunch too? Why is that man eating a cheeseburger next to me while I'm dissecting mm, a frog? You know, oh, delicious. Yeah, so they they make this potion, and Buffy very casually spills it on Amy, and it turns blue. So they confirm she is a witch. Um, and then another cheerleader in the class's mouth disappears. Like her, at that her instance, mouth disappears. Like yeah. It, yeah. It's like covered Ugh. in flesh. Like it's just like oh, skin. Oh. Yeah. yeah I don't and that like was that. actually the, the distraction Buffy needed because they spilled it on her arm. It's like, what are you doing? Um, um, look, she has no mouth. <laughs> and they, they tried to play it off. Like they couldn't believe that Amy actually is the witch because she seemed distressed about the cheerleader's mouth disappearing. They're like, she's just as upset as the rest of us. But I think it was really meant to be that she's upset that, Buffy poured the thing on her. Yeah, I, I, it looked to me as if she was staring at Buffy. She wasn't staring at the person without a mouth. Like I didn't. Yeah. Okay, and I'll I'll, I'll be honest. That visual creeped me out. It's actually compared to the past two episodes, it looks pretty decent. I'll yeah. give it credit. Is it like Deadpool? The kind of Wolverine yeah. movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not far off. Okay, yeah, that, that yeah. freaked me out too. You know, the mouthless Merc with a mouth. <laughs> yeah, the best version of him. <laughs> yeah, obviously. we don't talk about that Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not man. unless we are in a Deadpool movie breaking the fourth wall. Which that was that was awesome. That and Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the Green No, I didn't. Uh, okay, so she's missing a mouth, and then how she I guess she's breathing through her nose, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Really unfortunate time to get a cold. Uh, now that I think thinking, about man. it, she's a uh, she has to deal with this for the rest of the episode. So like, do people? This is another thing I'm thinking about. Like, so there's like vampires and shit, and suddenly somebody doesn't have a mouth anymore, and people are like, "Yo, this is a normal day of school." <laughs> like nobody's actually talking about this the next day. Like they're like, "Yo, how did that happen? Was it a chemistry accident? Did she burn it off?" <laughs> like you know, it- there there are some great references to stuff like this in later seasons. Okay, well, as long as it's acknowledged later on, yeah, it's just they, so weird to me. They end up having not- a lot of fun with it, especially uh, the senior year season. Okay, well, what grade are they now? Sophomores. Yeah. Okay, sophomores. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that would. Uh... All right. Well, I, I could buy it for. I can buy it for now. I can buy it for now. Then what happens? Uh, we cut to Amy's house, and Amy's a straight up bitch to her mom. Oh yeah, uh, I she's was... like, I have a history paper due. Write it. Yeah, I've wow. got to deal with Buffy. She knows I'm a witch, and she and then she reveals that she has Buffy's bracelet. Which, honestly, if I'm Buffy, that's kind of a relief because how do you stop wearing this creepy bracelet without hurting your friend's feelings? Yeah. Oh, it's not me. A witch took it. She's going to kill me. Yeah, it's like that Friends episode. Where'd you get this? The Mr. T house of crap? Yep, exactly. It's that same kind of energy. I pity the fool. (laughs) So, okay. But if it's Buffy's bracelet, but she didn't like it, does it still have the same effect? Wouldn't it rebound on Xander instead? No, it's just whoever. It's just you have to have an item that belongs to the person you're putting the spell on. Uh huh. Which I like this spell that they do for Buffy because this is one of my favorite scenes, and this is something that I do when I become overly caffeinated. And now Travis finally has context for it. Yeah, it's kind of funny actually. <laughs> yeah, she wakes up the next day. She smashes the alarm clock. We know she's got super strength because she's a slayer, but normally she can hold it back. She's just like bouncing all over the place. She comes down. She tells her mom, "Hey, sorry about the fight, but you know you just don't get it because uh, you know m- modern moms can't understand what it's like for a vampire slayer." And Joyce is like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And then she, Buffy's just Ooh, going. Yeah, and then Buffy's just going, matcha, matcha man. Yeah. I want to be a matcha man. So Ooh, I, orange juice. Even after watching this episode, I'm not entirely clear on what the curse is, but to my understanding at this scene, it's just the curse of having the singing macho man for the rest of your life, <laughs> which, you know, it, it can be fine, but I don't really understand. Like, what is it ever clearly said what that it's was for? in your mouth. No, it's um, on fire. <laughs> Giles later says it's a bloodstone vengeance spell. And essentially what it does is make her act like she's really drunk. So we're seeing like, this is the happy drunk level, you know, where you're like, yeah, let's party. And she goes to practice right before the big game. And she's way over energetic and she's running into people. And when she's supposed to toss somebody for a trick, she throws them all the way across the gym and she gets kicked off the team. And then Willow and Xander are trying to carry her to Giles. And that's when she starts getting, you know, sloppy drunk. Right. And she's telling Xander that it's great that she can trust him to be so nice because he's basically one of the girls. Yeah. He gets uh, friends <laughs> <on> there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and then she kind of passes out. So she goes through all those stages of drunkenness, and Giles is like, yeah, this basically uh, is, is essentially like magic alcohol poisoning because she's only got a couple hours before she's uh, dead. Okay. Because oh, bring him to Giles. He, he, I mean, okay, so they basically brought like a passed out Buffy the Giles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything you know about Giles up to this point, that's not who I would bring him everything to. Everything you allege Giles. about Giles. <laughs> hey man, it's only episode three and he's not really queered himself You yet. have biased yourself <laughs> against Giles. <laughs> All right, let me explain this next part then because they find out that they need to go to her house because they find out that's where or she's cut off Amy's head or cut off Amy's head. They but because do that. Buffy is a good guy, she says she doesn't blame Amy. She just sees the pressure that she's under and wants to work on reversing the spells. Right. So they decide that they need to go to her house because obviously, obviously she's doing the spells there. So in the middle of a school day, Giles takes a student into his car and then just leaves. That's also not a good look for this guy. Okay. Uh, Especially if she's supposed to be drunk. Yes. What? So, He's just watching out for her and taking her to her uh, friend's house where no one's home. So they can go through her belongings. 
You gotta say, yeah, he's he's taking her to a, a stranger's home. Rummage to the so, bedroom. That that's that's what they'll do. Yeah. But because we have a Chekhov's brownies planted early yes, in the episode. The it's like she sees, okay, yeah. So they go in there and they see the mom and the mom is like, you know, she's just kind of sitting there eating brownies and then Buffy sees the brownies. It's like, oh my God, that's Amy. Because obviously that's such a huge part of her identity that, you know, if somebody's <laughs> eating brownies, it's gotta be her. <laughs> but I thought that that was a nice twist because I did not see that coming. I thought that it was just like a reverse on the relationship whenever she came in there earlier. And she was the like abusive one. But then to find out that they had actually swapped bodies. So the mom has taken over Amy's body because she wants to live her life. She thought that she was wasting her youth and wanted to become a cheerleader and like just live through her. Oh. Yes. So we kind of skipped over a conversation that Buffy and uh, Amy, not Amy, had had earlier in the episode where oh, yeah. Amy talks about her mom being like one of the record holder cheerleaders in the school and her and her dad were high school sweethearts, but then her dad left her. And this is where we find out that uh, Buffy's parents are in fact divorced. Yeah. So it's not a dead dad situation. It's a divorced dad situation. Um, oh, well, this is a, is a dad. Is it Negan? So I, I think it might be Negan. <laughs> I know you guys can't spoil it, but that's that's been my guess. If I, a guy who's not seen this before, my guess is Negan. Yep. Well, well, we'll talk about it more later. Okay. See, see, see. Um, <laughs> He's on to something. <laughs> Damn right, man. But yeah, so they go and get the book. Um, Giles, before they before they realize that uh, Amy's mom is actually Amy, he like fucking lays into her about being an irresponsible oh, parent. Yeah. Like he's scary Giles. He's already been scary Giles. <laughs> oh my God. Why do you ruin everything? I'm just saying. Okay. So maybe, maybe Giles is almost a good guy here. Yeah. Well, he, he gets the book and um, takes Amy in her mom's body and Buffy to the school, he tells uh, Willow and Xander to keep an eye on Amy and keep her away from the science lab because that's where they're going to do their reverse spell to reverse everything that's happened so far, which would include putting Amy back in her own body. While the basketball game is going on at apparently two o'clock in the afternoon. Which also, I was under the impression this was the start of the school year and this is not basketball season, it's football season. Yeah, yeah, basketball, right. If it's a start, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it's this season or season two, but I'm fairly certain there's an upcoming episode with the football game. Maybe it's season two. There's actually a football game? Yeah, because I don't think there was a football in this football game in this episode, in this season. <laughs> Might have been season two. Okay, so they're okay. doing basketball and football. My question is, why? Okay, maybe she really likes being a cheerleader or whatever. But why wouldn't she just do like all sports? Just be like, F it. I'm going to dominate everyone. And oh, she's get out re- She's, um, wait, Buffy or Amy's mom? Buffy. Buffy. I, I think Buffy should just do all sports and just dominate. I think she really doesn't have the time commitment to all of the practices, which is kind of the point Giles was making earlier. She wants to be a, yeah, she wants to be a cheerleader though. Yeah. 
That was a oh, thing right. from her her life before slaying. Yeah. I think that was the main thing for her. So the mom and Buffy are running parallel storylines. Both kind trying of. to get back in their previous life. Wow. Yeah. That's a good Boom. That's a good observation for somebody who's literally not observed yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Who, I have no idea who we're talking about anymore. Like, I know it's like Buffy and the mom. I choose the mom. Like, uh, Amy's mom. Uh, it's Amy's mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Amy's mom. Yeah, and so like while Giles is reversing the spell, he seems to be really good at witchcraft. Keep a pin in that. Um, we see like it's cutting between the basketball game and the spell and we get some POV shots from Amy's mom in Amy's body um, where she can tell something's happening. She's starting to get back vision back in her old body. Right. So she uh, ends up falling during a trick and everybody is like, what's wrong with you? And she runs out dramatically and, well, and Xander try and stop her, and she does this like Darth Vader chokehold. Yeah, to that's Xander. what I thought too. I was like, so is the Force witchcraft or something? Because like <laughs> she just like does the thing where she reaches out and chokes him, like exactly like Darth Vader does. So I thought that that was strange. Like it's weird that they suddenly gave her those powers. I mean, Joss references a lot of pop culture in this show. A lot. Maybe that's what it was just going for a, a, a common reference point that people, you know, don't have to explain away too much. And he was just kind of having fun with it. Mm. But I, you know, I haven't seen it. Especially the first few seasons. It's very campy. It's a very campy show. So. Right. It, it, it was made from a very campy movie. Yeah. You know, that was the part of the fun about the movie. So I'm glad they maybe kept that for a bit. Does, I mean, okay. even in some of the heavier seasons, there's still campy episodes. So, are they doing the bat tusi? Not doing the Batman dance, are they? No, I what? know what you're talking about. Does Adam and West no. appear in this this episode? I would love Adam West to appear in these. Maybe he does. We can't <laughs> see. Adam West, a vampire. All right, so we established vampires and witches. Mm-hmm. But apparently mm-hmm. anyone could be a witch. Like, how did she find out to be a witch? It can't just be library books. Everybody would be a witch. Like, Xander would be a witch. Um, We'll we'll talk more about witchcraft oh. in the series. Xander was more interested in the half-naked people. So yeah. I guess he would have been potentially, but I, I don't think know. he didn't even read any of the words in the books. It's they like going to the catalogs. National Geographics. Well, we did Sears catalog back in the day. Oh, I did, at least. <laughs> Before all these things, oh, this brings up another thing. So, if this existed now, with everyone having a cell phone camera and recording everything they do, would this like get off at all? I mean, would their vampires be able to do anything? I think that would make it easier for people to write off what's happening because they could just be like, "Fake." Oh, nobody gives a shit, anyways. Staged. I know. I'm just saying, like, it gives more, like, because people are like, no, but look, vampires are real. And they're like, cool editing, bro. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) I was the very powerful disbelief. And that's how the demons get you through not believing in the, uh, that's the exorcism book I was reading. Sorry. Um, Yeah. So, okay, we we have this and Giles is doing his, his magic. Mm -hmm. And he's getting force choked. 
No, Xander got force choked. Oh, sorry. Xander got force choked. Yeah. And then um, when that happens, Willow tries to help him. Uh, Amy's mom and Amy's body runs to the science lab. It's locked, but that's okay because there's an axe, which is apparently not necessary because this door is made of butcher paper. Yeah, very clearly. <laughs> she, could just, she could just go and it yeah. would fall down. Nice. She could throw a bottle of water at it and it would dissolve. Yeah. But yeah, so, they have a fight. Giles gets knocked out. Just keep an eye on Giles' knocked out yeah. count. <laughs> yeah, because no, and it, it wasn't like, oh, he got hit or no, he got lightly tapped against the wall. He's like, nope, I'm good. I'm taking a nap. See you later. <laughs> like, you I got saw it from that, here. I was like, oh, he barely got, oh, he's, he, oh, he's, he's British. A watcher, that's not why. A fire. Yeah, right. he's British. That's why. Travis, in terms you will understand, he kind of becomes a Krillin. Okay. <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically they've Giles has finished the spell kind of. Um, so things are reversed, but Amy's mom is now back in her own body and she's gonna throw a curse at Amy, but it doesn't work and she spirits herself away. Doesn't she throw it at Buffy? And Buffy like hits like something to reflect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it okay. is. That's what it is. Like a mirror? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it was. She just like kicks I, something and something falls in front of it, her. It and then, been, I, th- I think it might have been like one of those, you know, dissection trays. Because um, they were in the science lab. That makes sense. So, so they had was, science, they had biology slash chemistry class just so they can excuse why she had a biology tray 20 minutes later in the episode for one thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, if it works, it works. Well, so, so magic uh, kind of like can't also, go around trays. Okay, but listen to this though, because we talked about how ornate the library is, and clearly some funding went into that. But the budget got slashed. That now biology and chemistry have to be taught at the same time. Yes, that was actually a joke I was going to make, but I forgot what was big. <laughs> By the same <laughs> professor like the at the same time. By the same teacher, who's probably also um, some sort of sports coach. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, because you know, at least when I was in high school, we had separate biology teachers and separate chemistry. Those guys know I do biology, I do chemistry, uh, I mean, I, I cover the German club, I, I direct the high school play, uh, I'm a substitute lunch lady on Wednesdays, All during and Travis I coach the lacrosse team. Yeah, that was John Antonuk for me. John Antonuk did <laughs> chemistry, biology, physics, uh, calculus. And he could do English if he wanted to. He he would write the Ruby out of Omar Khayyam always on the board. The, yeah, sometimes they get people like that. And some they actually had a place with eight different people when he retired. Uh, every once in a while, but I always like the health teacher who's obviously not wanting to teach health. Oh, That's like the guy always... going back to Mean Girls. <laughs> if you have the sex, Mean Girls scene, is like, you hey, will get chlamydia and, and die. die. Oh wow! Yeah, no. So this, we, this we, apparently yeah. was a ha- the pretty heavy Mean Girls episode. Yeah, we should just do a Mean Girls podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still, and again, but, I can do the same thing. I haven't seen that movie either. I'm like, oh, what the hell is Mean Girls? But this, <laughs> this actually episode, I was just watching this the other day. This episode was actually referencing the Big Bang Theory. There's a really big, what, what, what? well, because what it was, there was a there was a B plot in one of the episodes <laughs> where Leonard was trying to get Penny. Hey. Because, you know, she's like, oh, I don't like the like stuff you do, you know, whatever. He's like, hey, I have something that maybe, you know, you and I can both watch because it's got elements for both of us. 
and he holds up the season one DVD case of Buffy. Ah. And then there's a scene where, you know, you hear the Buffy theme song, which once again, one of my all time favorite theme songs. Bonanza? Oh. No, that's that's eh, that's one. Of the, actually, that one's actually not bad. But just imagine Mash, one. and you'll be Mash good. is good too. But he's like, so it's like, oh, she was like, oh, this was okay. And he's like, he's like, well, you enjoy the next episode. It's about cheerleaders that go crazy. Is that not? Does that not happen in several episodes? Or is this the only one? Well, I was just because he actually had the season one. I don't want to be oh, like okay. well, actually, <laughs> but he actually had the season one DVD case. Okay. Interesting. Kind of cool. I just it just it was just timing. Like I watched the episode like two days ago, so it was just like, oh, <laughs> I can bring this up at the same time. And Perfect I was still timing. I was still go. What the hell's Big Bang? Oh, that's twelve seasons of sitcom. Twelve Big Bang is or twelve. Twelve seasons. Fuck me. Oh, is any sitcom? Uh, what what year was this Big Bang? Uh, see, that was started in 2008, so this episode oh. was probably, would have been around 2013, 2014. Wow, yeah, no. I, I must have missed that. Oh, well. Oh, well. More on the podcast that Jim doesn't know most pop culture, apparently. <laughs> so, we have this, <laughs> the magic deflects because it runs away from the dissection tray, and it goes and it rebounds on... Amy's mom's Yeah, Amy's mom. And she's presumably dead at this point. So I rubber your glue, whatever you say to me, bounces off me and sticks to you. I thought that uh, so the mom like disappears and I just just thought that Amy was like an orphan now. But um they make it clear like in the next scene, like how much of a difference her personality is because she's wearing like a peace sign, like tie-dye shirt. It's not that different though, because she's got to stay in Saturday night with her dad and make I brownies. Know. Exactly. Yeah, she's like, Bro- yeah, the brownies oh come God. up again. Yeah, she fucking loves brownies, man. Like that's oh her that identity. But yeah. Um, oh, I, and Buffy and Joyce make up. Is that what they say? Yeah, Joyce is like, you're right. I don't get it being a teenager. Oh. Um, I like the ending shot of this though because I, I well I like and I don't like so the final shot is like they're like okay well what happened to the mom and then they like does a slow zoom on the trophy that she won like a long time ago when she was in school there for cheerleading and like you get like this really poorly done CGI eyes over the trophy Oof. and she's like looking around like they've trapped her inside the trophy but she it trapped looks herself. terrible she trapped herself oh that's what she was trying to do to her mm-hmm. okay so yeah she's trapped in the trophy now but it looks terrible but I like oh, yeah, the way the, the, eye, the eye effect was horrible I like the I like the implication of that she's just like permanently trapped in that trophy now I thought it was nice and that's At least it. she's immortal, sort of. Yeah, I guess. What good <laughs> does it do if you're trapped in a trophy? Stuck in her golden years. Yeah, hey! see, that's a secret of... But no, um, actually, Amy ends up becoming a recurring character throughout the series, too. And so does a trophy. Yes, but no, <laughs> actually, a whole bunch of things. Actually, we do reference the trophy a couple of times. But no, Amy, okay. Amy oh, as a character comes back at least once through most of the seasons. Yeah. Was it hopefully for making brownies? Yeah, does she <laughs> does she mention brownies more? Uh, no spoilers, you don't have to spoil no. it. Okay, that's probably a big like plot device in a future episode. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Watch, we're making fun of it. Like episode 25 actually is. Yeah, we're going to be so invested in the brownies too. We're going to be like, oh my God, the brownies. Did you notice that? They kill vampires. That's how they kill a vampire is a brownie. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a nut allergy. It was wicked. Who knew? Oh, yeah, she, be- she becomes one of the first recurring characters of the show that's not part of the main cast. Well, sure the hell wasn't Jess, apparently. As a witch, by back. the way. No, just- she, she, she is a oh, witch now. I'm glad you mentioned Jesse because uh, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Never oh, again. Which we forgot. He dies at the end of the second episode. Oh, he's yeah. dead, dead? Yeah, well, he got Xander, dusted. Yeah, Xander had to stake it to him, and he's like, you're not going to do it. It's like, man, I can't do it. And then somebody just shoulder checks him into the uh, stake and dies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. we, like, we treated him the same way. Like, he is never referenced <laughs> ever again. That was his best friend, too. He's just, yeah, it's like, just oh, man. Caring. And B- Xander's basically like, oh, man, I got Jesse all over me. Well, as voodoo priestess would say, she was dripping with baby bear. All right. <laughs> no, it's, it's like every other episode. Once, baby once bear. A character, you <laughs> know, know, once a, epi- a character for an episode, you know, dies or goes away, we never speak of them ever again. We speak their names, except for Buffy. We don't speak their names ever again. They are nope. persona non grata. Donzos. Well, that's a... I, I'm still not buying it for the episodes. Maybe for... I might just buy some brownies now. Shit. That was... Yeah, I'm he, also he, oh. gonna throw out there that those were definitely the little Debbie yes, walnut brownies on the tray them. at the house. I ate that shit when I was a kid all the time. I recognized that. I was like, "Those are the nuts." You break them in half. Yeah, I used to sell those at lunchtime. Not because that was, that was my side gig. I'd bring my lunch to school. Black market brownies. Yeah, buy a box. I can buy an entire box for like a dollar. All right. <laughs> That and ho-ho, Swiss rolls. Oh, my God. All right. All the things that when you get older, your doctor will never let you have again. So, with that depressing note on never having brownies again, I, I think this is this is shaping up, guys. It's shaping up to something that I'm still not going to watch. Travis, are you, are you still with us for watching the rest of the series? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed this third episode. Um, it worked. Kind of like what they were saying before, the first two episodes are very much like setting things up. And then I kind of liked how this one expanded things a little bit by introducing something other than a vampire. So, you know, I'm kind of excited to see where he goes from here. That is very, very, very cool. And maybe one day, one day they'll have a fae because I need more vampire fae crossovers because I have enough of like, you know, every other vampire show that existed ever to have that. With, wow. Oh my gosh, perfect timing. Without any further ado, I'm going to say on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, and we've got our super fans, Jess and Xander, and our, we have a, have a different name and, you know, a person who's just watched it once. We'll, we'll think about that later. Travis, <laughs> we all wish you a very Buffy day as we go get brownies. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.